second. Okay. Let me just be sure. Is that on? Fucking everybody's streaming tonight. Good gravy. Who else is streaming? Not everybody that I watch. Uh, Sheriff Eli, Milton, Pay Money Wubby, Shroud. Damn. Everybody. Everybody. (laughs) But here, I'll look look through. Hold on. It's really funny. Okay, so. Jesus Christ. So yeah, Shroud, uh, Pay Money Wubby, Sheriff Eli, Ammunition, uh, Milton. Uh, Venalis, Elspeth, uh, a lot of people I follow that I don't really watch, but you know, you know how that works. Um, mm-hmm. half empty, and then us. Gotcha. <laughs> Wednesday seems to be the day to do a lot of things. Uh, why can I mm-hmm. hear him? Hang on, I'm going to double check real quick. Uh, Greg, do me a favor. Check to see if the music's hearable. Test, 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 one, two, one, two. It is not audible. No, the, the music. Some, it sounds... I know. There's no audible. No, there's no audio. Oh, uh, okay. All right. Good to know. Because I'm like sitting here. I'm like, I'm like trying to listen to the music. It's like there's no. Hang on. I turned up my TV all the way. Then I did a test, 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 and all I could hear was myself. So. Okay. All right. I'll just, I'll just read. I'll just re-add the uh, the songs. Uh, come on, baby. where are you? There you go. Is it not? Hang on. I gotta figure something out. Oh, that's not it. No? I have... Oh! For some odd reason. I have no idea what's going on. <laughs> I don't know either. I don't know why it's not working. Uh... Okay, I'll figure this out. Yeah, because I need music. Don't understand why it's not wanting to. That's super weird. That is super weird. I do not know why that's being an issue. Hmm, okay. Backup plan. Just, uh. Do it manually. Where is it? My songs. Tsunami, where are you? Okay. Open with VLC player. There we go. Just gotta turn it down. There we go. Yeah, I do not know why that's the case. Huh. Oh, now it's not playing? What the fuck is going on? Okay, I'm just gonna do that. Close. There we go. Okay. Oh, I know why. 
I think. Let me try something. Hang on a second. I think I know why that, that was the reason. Let me just check here. No? No? I have no idea. Okay, never mind. Take that back. I thought I fixed it. I'll just put it on desktop. So, what I was experimenting there with is... Um, I was setting up the audio for uh, the podcast tonight um, just to make it a little more cleaner. Um, but uh, I guess I have to adjust it to where, like, because I want the audio music you know, to be low so we can talk and they can kind of hear it. Um, and uh, the, with, the, with everything on, the filters on, the suppression, the noise gate, it actually muted the music. So, <laughs> I gotta go back to the drawing board and figure that out, so. But, yeah, um, I hope that's not the case for the main, let's see. That is on, the main one is on. <clears throat> yeah, okay, we'll see. We'll, 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 we'll test it out. Like, when we start talking, I will go ahead and make sure to have you or somebody just kind of go in and, and tell us, like, hey, is the music playing? <laughs> so. You know what's really funny? Is uh, one thing I've learned with Anthem recently, mm -hmm. people don't do any research on anything. They really don't. They listen to YouTube. They listen to other people. I was talking to the neighbors out front earlier today and I was mentioning, I was talking about Anthem and I was talking about what it does right, what it does wrong and what it's trying to fix. And how I think if you look at Anthem Vanilla and Destiny Vanilla or even, you know, any other looter game Vanilla, you can see that Anthem is basically starting off where all those others started off. I've somehow got chocolate. Uh, yeah? Go on. Sorry, I had, cho I had chocolate on my face. Oh, okay. um, oh, come on. And uh, one of the guys goes, um, why is the camera always like up in my face? Because you're up close to it. Actually, I'm uh, really not. I'm like a solid two feet away from it. Really? All right, I'll adjust it then. Hang on. I'm doing something right now, but go on. <laughs> Hold on, I'm trying to see if I can... That is a hard plug to put in. Hmm. What are you trying to do? Uh, I'm turning on my on-air sign. So now now that my brother or anybody else who walks in can notice the uh, that I'm live. People of the first quantum. So they don't they so they, they can be quiet while I, I podcast. <laughs> but let me fix you. Hang on. Where's... No, I mean, I, I, I'm still like... I just want to lean on my desk and like my camera is just like way too close. Hmm. Let me see. On my end, there's nothing, there's nothing you can do. I'm looking at my camera right now. I know. And like, and like right here, my whole head takes up my the entire screen. So yeah, like I can make you a bit smaller, which you'll see here in a second. But uh, yeah, you um, I don't want to say it, but um, I think you got a big head. 
I mean, I don't think that has anything to do with what I'm talking about, but that makes sense. Anyway, um, so like uh, the whole thing. I don't know. Do you have Do you have the article? Or are we going to talk about Anthem at all during this podcast? We are. We are. Um, because of the recent report and crashes that is causing some players. And at, at that point, we'll just like talk about Anthem in general because it's okay. Yeah. It's it's been it's well. Been, that, that's my that's my point. Is they had a uh, they had a, a, a stream today where they talked about all the issues and stuff they want to solve. So okay, I don't know if you saw that, but I I, I didn't. Um, there's just there's just a lot of stuff involving it that did that people aren't doing any research on, and it drives me nuts because if you do an ounce of research, you want. You understand what it takes to do a lot of this stuff. There it goes. Um, like when being a dev and you're trying to fix issues, uh, things aren't just only press a button and fix it. No big deal. But the internet seems to think that's the case. So making 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 games is hard in general. Uh-huh. Um, that's my point. Yeah, things will happen. People just. People just don't care. Yeah, they just don't. They just don't want to look at it, and that's what irritates me. But today, I was talking to my and my neighbors, and we were discussing everything involving it. And uh, um, one of the guys goes, "Well, I think it's kind of ridiculous that it's locked at thirty frames uh, per second on on console." And I was just like, "I was like, buddy." <laughs> Like, that doesn't matter for shit. He was just like, what are you talking about? And I was like, the game looks fine on a console. It looks fine on PS4 Pro. It looks great on Xbox One X. Like, if you're sitting there complaining about frames per second, then you're listening to the wrong people. He's like, well, what do you mean? I was like, frames per second doesn't matter. Mm-hmm. Like, your, your your FPS matters for shit. Like, you're, you're, you, there's other things you want to look at, like... Uh, uh, to some degree, if it was like lower than like twenty frames per second, then it's like okay, yeah, yeah, you have a complaint. I don't, th- I don't think any game should go lower than thirty, right? Realistically, because that's that's what fra- like that's the frames per second that your eyes can see normally. Twenty four, uh, but not to, not to, not to discredit that. <laughs> it's a small, it's a small whatever. I know, I know, I know. <laughs> uh, but he, he, it was really funny because they were like. Not according to the pros. You're not, you're just not a pro player, so no, you don't notice it. No, I'm just fuck, like fuck that, <laughs> fuck that ideology. Right, I agree. And I go, I go. There's like, if you're listening to pro players, then you're missing the point. And he was like, "What do you mean?" I was like, "So if a baseball player comes to you and says, I need to play with these specific pair of socks because my performance will hinder, are you just going to straight believe them that at their t- entire performance is based on these socks that they're wearing?" And he's like, he's like, I might. And I'm just like, oh, my God. To be fair, uh, sports players are very, very, very super special. Uh, well, that's my, that's the point. That's the point I'm making to him. If, if a pro, if a pro uh, video game player, an esports player says, if the frames per second aren't here um, at this part that I need them to be, he's just being superstitious. He or she is being superstitious. That's my point. Like there's things that they want to see in order to feel like their performance is not getting hindered. Yeah. Like, and, and, and I furthered this point because I was like, I was like, pro fucking fighting players swore that you could not win or play correctly in a fighting game without a fucking 
uh, joystick and buttons, like an arcade setup, right? Mm-hmm. And they were like, on. Oh, I said, and then a guy walks into fucking Evo a few years ago and beats everybody with a goddamn PS4 or a PlayStation controller. Mm-hmm. Get off, my, get off your fucking high horse about that shit because it's not true. Yeah, like if you really wanted, like if, the, if that guy really wanted to be. I guess uh, not liking frames per second. Then, boy, uh, let me introduce you to Dark Souls and how good that, that that game series is. And it's that long, that thirty frames, and it's gorgeous and it's a hell of a game. Yeah, it's just it's the mentality that they follow with YouTube, and I'm just like, you guys are listening to the wrong people. You're yeah, listen to you're, other, you're <laughs> listen to other people. There are tons of other people that are have different mindsets. Yeah, it's it's. Yeah, that's that's what always irritate me. Is just like there's this new mindset with if it's on YouTube, then it's the truth, and I'm just like that is so fucking incorrect. It's that's scary. Mm-hmm. Yeah, because well, because everybody has an ability to create content like us <laughs> and uh, put it out on, onto the internet, into the world, and whatever it takes, somebody will will agree or disagree. So. And they take that as a grain of salt or not. So, well, you know me better than most people, Anthony. You know how skeptical I am on information. Like, I don't just, oh yeah, that's the way it is. Like, I I will research shit. And like when we talk about Anthem in the podcast, I'll be bringing up some stuff because mm-hmm. there's so many things that people just don't want to research. Um. And this is including people who are in our position who get paid to do this. Exactly. Like they just they 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 go well. All right. So it's it's, it's specifically bricking PS4s. Well, no, no, it's not just Anthem. First off. Secondly, that was a unfortunate happenstance. So maybe look into it a little bit more before you just start fucking pulling that trigger. But yeah, we'll talk about that more. It's, yeah, yeah. I mean, it's just I, infuriating. And, yeah, I like. I'll get into more uh, about it. I just, just yeah. I want, say, I want to say more on the idea of like this culture that we live in, where um, you get people who are you get you get the millennials. Actually, you get Gen or Gen Z people going. Well, I saw a video on YouTube. And you get the fucking older people going, I saw an article on Facebook and no one's doing the goddamn research. They're just trusting a thing that they saw on the internet at, and, and at some I, place. So I'm not, we'll talk about it. I don't really want to challenge you, but I feel like I recently, I kind of feel I want to challenge you on some things. Um, like... No, like, so when you, when you, when you state some things, you know, on this podcast, whatever that be that's your opinion or whatnot um no never mind <laughs> uh, the, more, the, more, the, more, the more i think about it it's, it's i'm gonna i'm gonna end up making myself look bad um it, it also it make me sound like a dick actually thinking about it too so if there's something that you want to say about something that i've said or how i my opinion on something then just say it because I don't mind defending my my stance. Mm. Like well, I've I, never I've never minded defending my stance. Right. Um, my initial thought is just like when when we do these podcasts, when you give your point, when I read the article, when I get my point, um, you know, I'm citing something from a, from a news story from a, from an article. Um, I 
if, if there is a way when you when you cite something or when you say something that that, that is truth um like if, there, if there's a way we can like post a, you know, a link up where or tell or, or tell us like where exactly you got it from news source wise like i like this person said this and this uh, because this is the truth and this is what they post and this is from the developer themselves on yada 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 or this is what one what said on uh, uh so you want me to just cite my sources a little bit better yes is what you're getting at yes all right I'll, I'll i'll be more i'll be more mindful of that for sure yeah I didn't really think about it. I was just like, you know, if, if I if I state like if we're talking about the, the anthem thing and I go, yeah, the devs had a had a live stream where they talked about a bunch of shit that they want to change and some stuff about the state of the game. Mm-hmm. My thought process on that is just go to Twitch. But if you want me to have a link to that, like that VOD, I can do that. Yeah, like it even need to be a link, just like kind of cite where where it's from, like the stuff I'm, you know, the there, there's definitely some things like we can talk about that like we off off the bat, you know, we, we both read into the news, we both read from from various sources, and there be times where like I'll remember reading something from IGN, but I you know forget the time, um, and it's something that I wish I want to do more. So it's also a lot a lot of the stuff that I do, Anthony, like a lot of stuff that I talk about. It is a little harder for me to 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 rem- like remember to cite it. Yeah. Because if I'm on Twitter and I follow a lot of devs on Twitter, and some dev says like like David Jaffe comes out and he's just like, you people who are completely crapping on Anthem for certain things, or you're crapping on uh, Fallout 76 for certain things, you don't understand what it's like to be in game development. You don't understand what it's like to work in that field. And he has a whole podcast about it. It's it's a little difficult to cite those exactly. Mm-hmm. That's why I usually bring up like David Jaffe has said this, or Cliff Blazinski, or right, right, or um, uh, Corey Volrog, or something to that effect, because I know that people recognize those names. Absolutely, yeah. I try really hard to not do the a dev said because mm-hmm. people aren't going to remember that. But I've already followed fifteen devs from anthem because they're all putting out like they're all working on different things in anthem and they're all putting out little updates on what what they're doing Mm -hmm. um i've done that with uh other games for example and whatnot and um like i know i know kind of what you're talking about with like when we were talking about the where the money goes in a uh in a in uh the public the percentage with studios and all that kind of stuff yeah um, I absolutely should have should have kept that. I should have copied and pasted that and sent it to you, or just saved it somewhere. But I didn't. I just full on forgot. Yeah. So and, and part um, and, and part of me is kind of asking this because like there are times where, or at least recently, like especially last week, like it got me thinking like, hmm, is that is that really true? I went to go and do some research on it. And in, in a way, like, I kind of also want to challenge you more. Like, not to say, like, our format's not uh, good at all. Like, we both have our points and both kind of agree to disagree. But I kind of feel like I want to challenge you more on just, like, being on the other side. Like, here's his perspective and here's why. And here are the facts of what this is versus uh, your facts and your point of view. And I kind of feel like i kind of been more... Um, more agreeing with you more than kind of conflicting with you, which I'm trying to do my part and I'm, gonna, I'm trying to be more um research heavy before i come uh, go in for next week's this week i kind of like did the same as always 
Well, the other the other issue that we do have here is I don't I don't know what the articles of the news articles that we're going to that you're going to choose for the podcast for the week. True. So when I saw that, you know, when I saw that article, I didn't think to save it because I didn't think I was going to need to bring it up. Mm hmm. We brought it up, so yeah. And most of these articles, I do bring, like I do do it kind of on a day of, just because it is because the way the show is format is like it is a week the past week of gaming news. Uh, so leading up into the um, podcast day, like news stories that didn't think would happen, say on a, on on the day of, and say I did like on the day before that I have to include in, and then I have to do you know add that into the show. So like it's kind of. It's kind of a, a challenge in that aspect, but yeah, I can definitely get it. Um, but to be fair, I feel like we were both pretty informed about what you say, anyways. Like you have your news sources, you you, you listen to um, and, and read up on articles and, and whatnot. I, I my big thing, my big thing, Anthony. When it comes to journalism, you want to get source or you want you want to get sources for sure. Um, but we do a podcast. We're not journalists. Like that's the big thing. Um, so for example, when I'm talking about, uh, when I, when I talk about where the money goes for game sales, this isn't just some rando dev talking about it. It's like they they talk to analysts. They talk to people who are in the stock market and all that kind of shit. Um, you know, they, they talk to financial experts when it comes to how that money is distributed. That's where I'm getting my information from a from an unbiased third party source who could give two shits about the gaming industry. They just know what's going on with the money. Um, if it's if it's a different example that I can give besides the money one, because that's the that's the most recent one that I can think of. Mm-hmm. Um, I would I would bring it up, but I I, I don't I just don't know. Um. It, 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 like I said, it might have a lot to do with the fact that I, I just don't know. Oh, my God, this fucking website. <laughs> I just don't know. It's it's hard for me to understand. Um, it must have, it must have just, it's kind of off the cuff, like the way this show is formatted. Like the way that yeah, you yeah. respond to, you know, I say article, you're responding with initial thoughts uh, about the article and whatnot. And but my point is, my point is, is if we were doing a situation, Anthony, where you contacted me a week before we did the podcast with all the articles that we we're going to talk about. Mm-hmm. And I maybe not a week, but, you know, two nights before. Mm-hmm. And I went to do research on each thing and have a have a fully like uh, um, thought out process mm-hmm. i would absolutely have site site you know i would cite articles i would i would have um uh links to those articles i would uh i have a lot more information but the problem is is that when i'm door dashing and i'm just looking on twitter or something or i'm looking on some other website or uh you know, I'm just I'm just dicking around on my phone because, you know, we're going from point A to point B and I happen to see something. Mm-hmm. I don't know if that information is going to be used later. Right. Yeah. It just yeah. kind of it just kind of comes up. So I, I don't mind you challenging me. But if I straight up tell you, like, I would have to go and find it again because I don't remember exactly where it was. And I'm not saving every article that I read on video games. Right, right. It kind of comes, comes, it comes and goes. My information kind of comes from both 
um, articles online, but also a combination of like various uh, gaming outlets, podcasts to listen to. Uh, recently, been li- I've listened. Ugh, I cannot talk today. Um, recently, I've been listening to a lot more kind of funny um, on the Game Daily podcast, kind of hearing their thoughts on various news stories. Um, but like, yeah, like I, I get my information kind of in both ends. Um, and like I, I still am informed in that way in terms of like where I'm getting my news information. But that's something I've, I've been thinking about recently. It's like I really want to be. Well, I, I don't mind kind of funny, but I always find that kind of funny does a very little bit of research and they just bring up an article and they kind of just discuss it. Yeah. Very similar to we do. Yeah. But yeah. I happen to I happen to read what other people are thinking and saying on different things. Absolutely. So much so that like I form this idea of what needs to happen. And if someone brings new information to me mm-hmm. that I can actually like falsify or or uh, confirm, then great. But like, I just find that a lot of gaming podcasts don't do this. Um. I love Funhouse, I really do, but they do it all the time and it drives me nuts. Like, they are just, just journalists when it comes to inside gaming. Mm -hmm. Um, They don't do a shit ton of research. And they're also trying to make the video a little bit more entertaining. I've been noticing that too, actually. I've recently just been watching them more too, actually, which is funny enough. Um, Yeah, which is entertaining. Uh, But, uh, yeah. Um, I think, I think my point being or what I'm trying to get out for myself is just I want to oh, here we go here's the article Jesus it's old well not that old it's 2010 but it's still old well that's nine years ago I, I would I would clarify that as pretty old <laughs> to my standards at least <laughs> well I don't think this has changed much mm-hmm. um, maybe in terms of digital it's changed mm-hmm but it says the anatomy of a $60 game. $15 would go to the uh, retailer margin. So 15, 15 bucks goes to the, the people who sell it. Uh-huh. Uh, $7 in returns, uh, $4 to distribution, $7 to platform royalty. So $7 to Xbox or $7 to PlayStation or $7 to Steam. Um, and then uh, $27 goes to the developer. Again, that was that is a little older. Yeah, I mean, you would, you would figure if, if inflation that, that that numbers might change. Well, I mean, you you'd think that, but we still pay sixty dollars for video games. Yes, we do. The only, the only thing that gives me pause about that is because there's so many avenues now to get games that like it's it ranges in prices like Game Pass is like what 10 bucks a month and I get free games through that service uh, Humble Mundo has like a okay well first first and foremost pause pause that train because you're not really getting free games okay, you're getting well, games that micro, you're getting games that Microsoft owns and the second that you lose Game Pass you have no more access to those games so what you're really doing is you're just paying for a Netflix service via, yeah. via Microsoft. That's maybe, it. Maybe the worst of not owning, I should have said, but just like having access to play games. Um, and there are other other things out there that 
digital games and I'm, 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 I'm talking about just like anybody indie wise or other other game companies would price range you know 20 30 15 but that would have you free sometimes as well but typically yes 60 dollars is the standard price for a video game fresh fresh box out of the gate so and that, that's, there's a lot of reasons behind that and i've said for years that i mean i'm talking about like back in the xbox 360 days anthony like um that every game should be able to charge what they feel is necessary for that game um the 60 dollars standard is ridiculous and needs to end um i know that publishers developers all those people would be like well it'd be terrifying to try to sell a game above 60 dollars nowadays because it's just the standard that's been set there's a ton of people probably more people than don't or sorry probably more people than do any research on this subject would lose their absolute fucking mind if there was a the standard set price for a new game AAA title was 100 bucks it would it would sell terribly because there's so many people that were just like I'm not spending money on that that's fucking too expensive and blah 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 um but this also goes into the idea of uh you know if if a developer can make a game that they know they can sell well but doesn't deserve the $60 price tag they could sell it for cheaper I know that there's a bunch of devs that uh, have talked about from um, oh what's that fucking game that came out uh, Kirby's, uh, Kirby's Epic Yarn oh gotcha they stated that game did not need to be 60 bucks it could have easily been 30 absolutely yeah and uh, unfortunately that was just the standard that's been set so they sold it for 60 um, but then there's examples of other things happening that fucking kill me, like uh, Capcom right now gouge pricing their Resident Evil backlog games. Did you hear about that? Um, I saw the article. I didn't really read much. I didn't saw the title, but didn't really read into it. So, inform so, me what's going on. So for for PlayStation Two, or for sorry, for PlayStation Four, you can buy a disc. I think it may be for PlayStation 3. But you can buy Resident Evil 0 and Resident Evil 1 Remake that was on the GameCube originally for 20 bucks. Two games, right? For the re-release digitally, they both cost $30 individually. Okay. There are digital versions of all three games. This is including um, Resident Evil 4. Just to throw that in there where each game costs 10 to 20 bucks depending on the platform yet capcom just re-released them on consoles for 30 bucks a piece mm. so like there's situations like that that get that kill me because it's like you you're clearly overpricing those because you know that the popularity of resident evil 7 and resident evil uh, 2 remake is so fresh on people's minds and everyone loved those games Unlike Resident Evil 6. Yeah. Yeah. That you think you can get away with it. And it's just... Mm. Mm. Like, that's that's a Capcom issue. Mm. Um, do you think the in-house fucking devs I blame any of that on? Hell the fuck. No. That, that's all... It's all, that's all the suits. Like. Yep. And that's another thing I keep trying to tell people. Like, do you really believe in your heart of hearts that Bioware, of all companies, would have released an unfinished game by themselves? Fuck no. You are. Uh, hmm. 
my instant mind of thinking is do you think that that game was released wait that game was released uh last month so i wonder if that it only was... had a six year it only had a six year development Okay, I'm kind of with the with the with hmm. the ambition and the ambition that it had, mm-hmm. like everything that's in the game now, and everything that's clearly not quite done. It, yeah. it, it, it screams unfinished. Mm-hmm. I, was, being, I was gonna say, like, um, I wonder is 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 part of the reason why they went and released that game in Feb was to uh, do it before. Twice. Oh, you're right. It was it was delayed twice. Never mind. Oh, because like my, my first thought, my first initial thought was I wanted to wanted to meet that um, God, what do you call it? Uh, it's... I, I fully believe. I fully believe that EA. I need to fix my camera. There we go. <laughs> I fully believe that EA had like EA, Activision, uh, Bethesda, Ubisoft. They're all in the same boat of of pushing a game to meet customer demands to appease the investors or stockholders. That's that's what they look at because they're they're big publishers. Uh, uh, fucking Devolver Digital has made countless jokes and commented on how these big these big publishing companies could give two fucks about us, and it hurts the devs. The best thing that Bungie ever did was get the fuck away from Activision. Yep. Um, man, it's gonna drive me nuts. Uh, okay. Why? What's going no, on? No, because I was gonna make I was gonna make a point, but like I wonder if they were releasing that game in, in February because of they wanted to meet the financial quarter. I forgot what it was called, but like you know how in, you know how there um there is a certain point, especially in spring, where uh, games need to be out or want to meet that financial something. So, okay, I know what you're talking about, and that's why there's a shit ton of releases in March mm-hmm. and April, like mm-hmm. the springtime. Mm-hmm. That's all income tax. That's all in- okay. They know that they know that young people between the ages of, of 16, I guess technically 18, and 35 usually get a refund because they, they the way that they make their money is in, in certain fashions and forms. Um Nine times out of ten, they're still living at home, or they're renting a small apartment with a bunch of friends. So they're 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 going to get a return, <clears throat> um, and they know that people are going to spend money on these games in that return. This is exactly why there's a shit ton of releases like right before November. Um, I don't, I don't, I don't think that was it. Though. Like, there is a, it's going to drive me nuts all night. <laughs> there is a, there is a term that they put this. Maybe that is exactly what you're talking about, and I'm just like. Not, uh, not agreeing with you. Financial, hang on. Sales, sales, financial reports, sales, earning reports. Yeah, it is going to drive me nuts. Oh, I know what you're talking about. You're talking about when, uh, right before, right before like annual sales reports are in or do. Yeah. And it's like, it happens quarterly. Like there's one in spring. Right, there's right, right. there's one in I want to say summer or it might have been in the fall. Like they but have the inter- these things, inter- and they, with and- the entertainment industry it's slightly different, just because you don't want to release a game, you don't want to like force a game to be released just because it meets a certain uh, time era or, or whatever. Like it doesn't meet, like oh shit, we got to release this game in summer because it's supposed to release during that quarter. No, 
I don't think that matters for shit. I, um, I think when companies look at re- that, that release dates, they want specific dates because they know they're going to make the most money. Look at the movie industry. When do the big blockbusters come out? Uh, summer. Mm-hmm. Most of them come out in the summertime. It's very rare they come out at other times of the year. And there's a very clear reason for that. Now, you would argue that let's take round table pizza when I worked there. What was the biggest day that we made the most pizzas? Uh, Super Bowl Sunday. All hands on deck Super Bowl Sunday. You know how the store referred to that day? Mm. It was their Black Friday. It was the one time of year where they went all the way back into the black and no longer into the other colors that determine what financial state the company's at. Mm-hmm. Pizza places go. We are in the black on Super Bowl Sunday. That is their yearly thing. Department stores, it's the day after Thanksgiving. For the entertainment industry, it, it, it varies depending on what entertainment you're talking about. Right, uh, right. yeah. Like, let's go with comic books. They know that the biggest day to sell comic books, and this is going to sound really weird, Comic-Con. Not mm. when Avengers Endgame comes out, not when Captain Marvel comes out, not when Far From Home comes out. Those sell comics, don't get me wrong, but the big day that comics sell sell a lot is on is is during that one weekend that... Uh, what are you doing? Turn off a TV. Hang on. Uh-oh. I'm just... Uh... And ran getting rid of uh, background noise. Um, but as as you notice, gaming is so is so weird and different in terms of that. There, it's 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 so varied when it comes to gaming because suddenly you could have an amazing indie game release like August. Mm-hmm. Like the week before school starts. Why? Why would you release a game then? Just because. Because there's no... With indie gaming, there is no publisher to sit there and say, well, that's when they have the most money in their pockets, so sell it then. There's nobody to say that. Mm-hmm. That's why you see such weird, varied like release dates for indie games where for AAA, it's like spring, fall, or yeah, spring into fall. Period. Like you might get a couple here and there during the summer, but nine times out of ten, boom, AAA is almost two times the year. I was gonna say, like, one of the things that always perplexes me, and I don't, and it's maybe so you can answer, but like, um, I do not understand why games major releases aren't released in the summer, because you would figure kids are out of school in the summer, um, perfect time to play a lot of games, uh, to buy games. Like, why is that the case? Why is it? Um, my, 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 I don't know for sure. So I'm just guessing here, Anthony, but working in the school district and, and having my nephews around and whatnot, parents usually like to take trips and stuff during the summertime. Uh, people aren't usually spending a whole lot of money on video gaming during the summer. It's, it's hot in the house. Uh, nine times out of 10, you want to get out, do something else. Um, that would be my assumption. But again, I, I'm not 100% correct on that. Gotcha. Uh, you're not entirely wrong, but at the same time, it just, it just, that's just when they don't sell. Like they just don't. 
Yeah. Like in this, like, in this, in this weird, is a trend. Weird. <laughs> trend that. Well, this is a trend that the big publishers have noticed over the course of being around since Atari. They just, it's just an industry thing, and there's reasons behind it. But at the end of the day, um, video gaming as an entertainment art form is still in its infancy. It's, it's what, in the way that it is now. And I'm not going with Atari. I'm going back to the original play, the original Nintendo, because that's really when gaming skyrocketed. Uh, I would argue that gaming is in its maybe maybe teenage years compared to other art forms. Oh, absolutely, absolutely. I I would agree. Yes. So, you know, by the time that we're 40, 50, 60 years old, we might see a different like a different way that gaming is looked at. There might be a new way to to adjust things. Mm-hmm. You know, I was, I was talking to my dad about this and when he was, you know, when he was like 14, 15 years old. You know, his dad would take his, you know, his my dad's sisters. He has three sisters. He's the only boy take the whole family out to see a movie and his his dad already hated going to the theater to see a movie because he found it to be a waste of time to spend all that money to watch a two-hour thing or even less than that but they started selling popcorn and hot dogs and things in the theater and he found that to be the most egregious thing he had ever seen and then my dad used a word that i hear with loot boxes or microtransactions and that's predatory so imagine this, Anthony. People in the in the fifties and sixties saw concessions as predatory. Boy, that that uh, that mid roll or that uh, what do you call it? You know that the video that goes to the lobby. Yeah, that that must have been just been earth shattering when that, when that happened in his yeah. eyes. So but that's this- that's my point. That's my point is is every iteration of, of art that you go through, you have your ups and downs, you have your uh, problems and, and your, your great moments and all that kind of shit, and gaming's going through all that. Yeah. Um, you know, the, the, the biggest thing that gaming is going through right now is everyone has a soapbox. Everyone has a way to give their opinion about these games. And nine times out of 10, as like just like with movies, just like with games, all art is this way. It's it, it stops being about the opinion and more about the art itself. Sorry, let me rephrase that. I'm, I'm sorry. It stops being about the people and it starts being about the art itself. So my biggest concern right now, Anthony, is that let's say EA shuts down Bioware because of Anthem. And of course, Andromeda and whatever else controversy and throughout. Let's just say they do. All those people that work to Bioware out of a job. What does the internet do? Suddenly gets on EA's case. EA is the worst company. They just shut down Bioware. They made great games like Mass Effect and Kotar. How dare they shut down a great company? All those people are out of jobs. Hey, Internet, if you if you know any companies that are hiring, here you go. What are they doing right now, though? Shitting all over Bioware for Anthem. They are quite literally the ones causing this. 
And you know I'm right on this, Anthony. Like, you know the way the internet works, that is what's going to happen. I will say one thing. You're not wrong. Because this is a this is a pure definition of outrage culture, as we see not only in the gaming industry, but like in other places as well. One thing I will say um, is that there is enough room in the internet and for the world for criticism that should have been taken much more, uh, much more. What's the word I'm looking for? Not serious, but like much more in a in a learning way, so that. It doesn't have to come down to people yelling at game devs because the, the game is it's not what I expect it to be. Um, I, I have no issues. I have absolutely no issues of being critical on a, on a, on a, on a de- bleh, developer company. Mm-hmm. I have no issues with that, Anthony. You know I don't. If, if you feel that a game is not up to snuff or it's not what you wanted, by all means, be vocal about it. Don't be a dick. Just let yeah. them know. Yes. I don't. I don't like the loot drops in Anthem. I don't like how the world of Fallout 76 feels completely barren. Like there's no life whatsoever except for enemies to kill. Oh, okay. I see what you're saying. Say, like, you, yeah, yeah. say it, but don't be a dick to the devs. <laughs> yeah. it. Yes. Just, they're just doing their, they're trying to do their job. They're doing the best that they can to give you a product that you want to play. Going onto the internet and saying like, and pulling a fucking Angry Joe or Jim Sterling doesn't help anybody. At all. I was going to say, um, shit, just lost the train of thought. But yeah, like, I think, like, I, and, I mean, it feels like we're kind of getting into it, but like, um, like Bioware, I think that the, that mindset of what people think of that company right now is not the same company that it was years ago. And I think people need to realize, like, this is the same Bioware team that made Mass Effect 2, or 1, or 3. Like, this is a completely new team, and... It's it's close to the same team. Is it close to the same team? Okay, well, I stand corrected. I, I, I thought that the team that is making this one is not the same I mean, they have, a, they have a lot of different people. Like, people have left and come back and whatnot because it's been many years, but... Mm-hmm. Um, a lot of the same people who, who did things on... I'll put it this way. A lot of people working on Anthem also worked on Mass Effect Trilogy and Andromeda, maybe in different ways, different departments, but Mm -hmm. the head people of Anthem are entirely different than the heads of of Mass Effect. Does that make sense? Yeah. It's like if someone someone worked on Iron Man 1, 2, and 3 as a as like a, a continuity expert and then suddenly directed the new Spider-Man movie. Yeah. The, the, th- the thing that gives me that thought was because you know how the game industry works when it comes to jobs and how uh, easily people switch from one role to another, going from one department to another or leaving one company to another. And that happens very often in the game industry. So I was under under assumption that this this team current Bioware is not the same as the one that made Mass Effect 2, 1, and so on. I thought it was a completely different team. My, my mistake. Uh, yeah, no, I mean, it's, it's... It's different in a specific way, but... You can see the influences of Mass Effect in Anthem. Like, a lot of people, for like, they, they completely miss this, but um, there are three individual characters that 
have their own story within Anthem. And then you have the main plot. So there's technically four stories in, in Anthem. Now those side stories remind me very much of like when side characters had a long quest you would have to go on. If you know what I'm talking about. Mm. Uh, I think I do. I played, I played the, the, the demo, so... Um, uh, what demo to what? To Anthem. No, no, okay. So the main plot is about... Um, oh, I can't think of his name. Shit, I can't think of the bad guy's name. Anyway, he's trying to get the Anthem of Creation because that is supposed to be the ultimate source of power in the game. Mm-hmm. And in order to do it, they need a specific uh, uh, javelin. When getting, like, when finding that javelin and going through the process of getting that javelin, uh, one of their own betrays them, takes the javelin to the bad guy. That turns out to be a bad thing for him. They then go where the bad guy, like, back to the heart of, of um, Heart of Rage, which is where the game starts, and it's where the game ends, and you defeat the bad guy and stop him from using the, the Anthem of Creation. But to, to further that, they shut down the Anthem of Creation. Call, you know, stopping any kind of cataclysmic event. That's the main plot. Then there's this girl, and uh, now here's the here's the thing. I'll admit to you, Anthony. I have no idea what happens in these three individual stories because I just skip past the dialogue. I just want to do the missions. But if I were to take what other people have said about the stories, that they're very good. That it it basically plays out each individual's like wants and desires for certain things, but they can't do it on their own. They need your help. So that was fun. However, that doing that with those characters absolutely reminded me of when you play Mass Effect 2 or 3 and you're doing the loyalty missions. The loyalty missions aren't absolutely necessary to the game's plot, but they're fun little side things to get to know the characters better. Mm-hmm. It's exactly what's happening in Anthem. I see. Playing those, by the way, proved to me that that Angry Joe didn't finish the game. That he played the plot, he played the main plot, and that was all he did. Because when he gets to, there's a specific character whose entire plot involves one of the mission involves finding a Strider that went missing. Mm-hmm. And so when you find that Strider, it's being attacked, and it gets like it gets knocked over, and you see it, you see it explode. When talking to my neighbor about that master or that Angry Joe. Um, review he was like is there a mission where a strider there's no mission where a strider gets knocked down like you see it in the in the E3 stuff but you don't actually play that and I go okay I haven't hit it yet but I doubt that it's not in the game well it is in the fucking game so how much did Angry Joe actually play or did he play a little bit got irritated because the internet was irritated knew that if he made an angry video on it it would get lots of views yeah I mean, I mean, like, what? His name is Angry Joe to begin with, so it wouldn't be a video of Angry Joe without him, without, being, without him being angry. It's not him being angry that bothers me. It's him not doing the research that bothers me. Hmm. I see. Like, this is you know, this is the same argument I have about uh, Jim Sterling. Like, there's very little research done, and then they just make the video. Yeah, and there and like people, people will come out and say it's not just me. Other people come out and they're just like, you didn't, you didn't do this part of the game, or 
you gave up way too early for some weird arbitrary reason. Like, it's bizarre. It's just so bizarre to me how people fucking act towards video games. Like, you know, there's there's a streamer named Renee who's on Mixer, and she was tweeting out about uh, uh, Fallout 76. She's like, I don't get where all this hate's coming from. The game is designed to feel barren. You're one of the first people to exit a vault. Like, your area's not supposed to have other humans to begin with. But if you do run into one, you don't know what kind of person they're going to be. That's the point of it being another player. And the, 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 the whole story of the game is in the lore. Like, you read stuff. Like, she, she had people watching her stream getting irritated that she was reading things. She was like, if you're not willing to read the things, you can't get mad about no story. Like, there's no story in the game because there's no NPCs. Or no, no story like in other fallouts, I should say. Right. And I think that expectations are what a lot of people have of a company that have done previous stuff. Say, the Fallout 76, like, that there's a Fallout games have always been story-driven. And that's what a lot of people like about those games and expect from those games. And when you attach a Fallout, a Fallout name to the next game, that's what their expectation is. Until they realize that's not it. And as 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 you and I have discovered many times doing this podcast, Anthony, expectations is what causes this un, this needless outrage. Mm-hmm. I mean, I can count on my hands and toes a plethora of things that have happened in the past ten years of people's expectations for a thing. And again, I mean, I can go all the way back to Mass Effect Three if you want to. Yeah. Yeah. Last Jedi, ring a bell. I still think that movie's not as great. <laughs> I still stand by that. You don't have to. You don't have to like like the movie like I do. I'm not telling anybody that they have to like the movie. But when you throw at me things that you just straight up didn't notice or that you didn't pick up on as a plot hole, that's a big problem for me. Because I'm like, nah, bud. Nah. Actually, like, I actually do intend to watch that movie again. Like, I was thinking about it recently, recently too. I was like, I'm going to watch it just and see how I feel about it a second time around. Like, a lot of people have come to me and they're just like, no, I get it. I get that, like, every character's going through their own little journey of, of failure and picking up the pieces and whatnot. I just... I didn't really like the stuff with Luke. It just didn't resonate with me or... I felt that the chase scene in space between two giant ships just was kind of slow and boring. Fine, that's a, that's a legit opinion. You don't have to enjoy that stuff. I that's cool, cool by me. It's it's when people sit there and say like Finn's entire journey to that planet didn't make any sense. I'm like, it made plenty of fucking sense. Or it doesn't make sense that nobody told Poe anything. I was like, you weren't paying attention. Sure. It was funny. It was uh, actually talking to my coworker because he's a um, uh, he he. Well, I call him an inspiring actor, but like he's been doing, he's been in plays and whatnot, and he's kind of in tune with the entertainment world more than I am. And it was we were talking about Star Wars, and I was like, oh, I, I have to know. I mean, let me ask you, what's your thoughts on Star Wars Episode Eight or you know, the last one? And you know, during the time we we're busy at work, but like the one thing he told me that he didn't like was. Um, he didn't feel like the uh, part where they go when God, what's what's her name? Uh, Ray. 
Finn, that, I'm sorry, Rose. Rose and, uh, and Finn. Yeah, when Rose and Finn went to the plant, the casino planet. Um, it wasn't was for okay for stop. It wasn't a casino planet. It just was a casino city. I, I, I know, but that's the first thing I, I thought of. Like I, I could remember the, the the name of it, but like yes, that that planet. Uh, <laughs> um, he said he, he didn't like the fact that they somehow put in a what was it like a, a message about saving the animals in this kind of huge epic game uh, game story, but it's a huge epic story of what the bigger thing is going on. It's just kind of out of place what he felt. So. Um, sure. I guess I understand that opinion. I've heard that opinion. I don't necessarily agree with it because to me, that's always been a major part of Star Wars is uh, the, the social political message. Yeah. I mean, you can go with the original trilogy. You can go with the, the, the prequels. You can, I mean, you can go with... Mm-hmm. a lot of Star Wars stuff and there's always been a socio-political angle to all of it um, so I don't know necessarily disagree with that maybe I would agree with that Last Jedi kind of pushed it really really hard yeah part. Um, I, but it doesn't bother me in any way shape or form because it, it, it plainly demonstrates that with war there are people that just straight benefit no matter who wins yeah I kinda, and that's an important angle to the to the plot. I kind of, I really wished when I was when I, and this is going back to the to the movie, but like I really wish when I was watching it that that would lean really into um, that they were uh, they were benefiting both the both sides. Like I thought they were going to go in, in a way to where like you know this war is happening, like all the stuff it's that not, they're getting, like it's benefiting both. And it's like oh shit. It's not benefiting both sides. That's that's the point you have to take away. It's not benefiting the last order or the resistance. It's benefiting the people selling the product. They don't give a fuck who wins this war. They are the, yeah. They I, don't care. I that, and that's, that's 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 the point of that message. It's it's there's no beneficialness to either side of the war. But I, I kind of, yeah. The, the thing about that, I kind of wish I leaned more into it because it was kind of playing the ambiguity. Uh, ambigu- yeah. Ambiguity? <laughs> yes. Between uh, Ray and. Um, God, what's his name? Uh, Finn. No. no. Uh, Luke? No. Darth, uh, Darth Vader wannabe. Oh, 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 oh. Uh, uh, Kylo Ren. Yes. Like, it was kind of playing that, you know this forbidden connection between these two like is it is it really gonna be you know it's gonna turn out like they join forces is like you know is it really good is it really bad like I kind of wanted to be in that direction and make it really oh the the next movie will be about that okay good cause like Um, cause like that's that's another thing Anthony you have to keep in mind when you look at middle movies it's about the heroes fucking up um it's about the like I mean look at look at Empire Strikes Back or look at um, Attack of the Clones, even though that movie kind of blows ass. <laughs> um, the heroes, the the antagonist, or sorry, the protagonists, fuck up consistently to the point where the antagonists get to create this huge hill for the for the protagonist to climb. And when a lot of people watch Attack of the Clones or Empire Strikes Back they see this bad guy doing that, right? Creating the hill. Uh 
with with Last Jedi, the antagonists don't create that hill. They don't. As a matter of fact, the antagonists throughout all of Last Jedi kind of fuck up just as much as the good guys. Yeah. The problem, though, is that the good guys fucked up more. The whole movie is about failure. Mm-hmm. Like, like um, straight up, like... Luke just tosses the the lightsaber away and does not want to do anything with the with the war. Didn't give a shit. <laughs> well, also a lot of people look at Luke as this deity, as this like omnipotent being, and I'm just like, that's not the way to look at Luke in any way, shape, or form. You mean the actor or just the character? I didn't say Mark Hamill. Oh, good point. <laughs> I mean, to be fair, Mark Hamill was a hell of a guy. Just oh, saying. Oh, well, don't get me wrong. Just I saying. Agree, but <laughs> fucking, he is my you know, Joker. A lot of people, a lot of people forget that Luke, throughout the entire trilogy, he, for the most part, was whiny, and then when he didn't get his way, he made his way, which usually was a mistake. It wasn't until Jedi that he learned from his mistakes but still couldn't understand the force because as Yoda had said in the prequels, and I mean, technically he also said it in uh, Empire Strikes Back to, to ghost Obi-Wan that when you train somebody who's too old in the force, they have a harder time becoming connected to the force. And so that's why a lot of things happen with Luke the way that they do. And that's, and the emperor knew this from the get. That's why he's egging on Luke the entire time, trying to get Luke to do what he wants. The angle that the Emperor fucked up on that Palpatine just didn't see coming was that Vader was going to be, there was still gonna be good in him. He thought, Palpatine thought he broke Vader. He thought he broke Anakin to the point where Anakin would do whatever the Emperor said. And then the second that he saw Luke kind of what are you? Go like, I, there's no way that I can win this fight, and I have to save my son. That's when that good of Anakin came out, but he was too late. So there's a lot of angles to that that I think a lot of people don't read into because they're just like, yeah, Luke, good guy. Emperor, bad guy. Luke, Luke and Vader be bad guy. <laughs> yeah. The fucking extended universe didn't help for shit with that, by the way. Yeah. Yeah. All right. We should restart the show. So, here we go, guys. Mission start. <laughs> 